Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment, indictment update. update. Did you see um, Hunter Biden? Hunter uh, Biden, yes, I did. You know what's funny? Every family got one of those. You know, he is, uh, yep. Hunter is the gator of the Biden family. You know what I mean? <laughs> he might be. You know he what I mean? Be. The gator. He might but be. That, but, but this tenure... It's, it's, it's funny how the one thing the Republicans never believe is the things they have evidence for. If they can't prove it, they love it. Oh, but Barack Obama wasn't born here and the election was stolen and it was they can't if they have no proof, they, 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 they believe it. If they have if they have if they have proof, they don't believe it. If they have no proof, they believe it. Uh, sad news. Andre Brower, uh, really just a talented man. That. And uh, that really. Uh, you know, definitely prayers for his family uh, and and uh, for everybody who's, uh, you know, he was just a tremendous actor. And uh, that came out of nowhere. And so it reminds sad. me a lot of, um, you know, when we lost, uh, you know, uh, what was his name? Black Panther. Um, when we lost him. Chadwick Boseman. Chad, Chadwick Boseman. How it just nobody, it just out of nowhere. Now, I don't know what the circumstances were. But he was a young do- dude. Uh, he was a funny man, a talented man, and the world they're is just definitely a short, going. Brief illness is all they're saying. Yeah, yeah, that was very brief. Happy birthday to the one and only Jamie Foxx. Good to see him moving around. Uh, happy birthday to Nene Leakes, who I just adore. Happy birthday to Taylor Swift. Did you see those grown men talking about how Taylor Swift? Like it was. Uh, I, f- I forgot one one of those right wing nut jobs talking about she's not talented. She. Taylor Swift could buy all of them by the six packs. <laughs> Every single one of them. She's on track to do a million, a billion dollar worth of touring business. So um, I guarantee you that everybody who's ever worked with her thinks highly of her. Um, oh, the yeah, Teamsters. And they don't like that when she says something, it moves needle. If she say do something, those Swifties get to doing it. So <laughs> Yes, they do. They can't stand it. Happy birthday to Dick Van Dyke. Um, you remember that movie years ago, Dick? Yeah. I couldn't see it because I refused to ask for tickets for that. And then, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not. you know, it's supposed to be a very funny yeah, movie. Yeah, and then, you know, I, I couldn't go to the sequel because uh, it's like, you know, uh, nah, the first one was okay, but I couldn't sit there. The second was too long. I couldn't. I, you can't. You can't. You can't. So, you know, sometimes it's all in the name, fellas. <laughs> Happy birthday to Steve Buscemi. I'm actually watching Boardwalk Empire that, that, uh, all over again. That holds up, man. Happy birthday to Rex and Rob Ryan. Happy birthday to Emmanuel Hudson, uh, Wild and Out, and uh, She Ratchet. Happy birthday to Fletcher Cox. It's a million. It's weird that they have a Dick Van Dyke and a Fletcher Cox all in the same birthday. That's kind of funny. I mean, huh? yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to Morris Day. Happy birthday to Richard Dent. Uh, it's a... <laughs> Happy birthday to Sylvester Ritter, who is uh, uh, a.k.a. Uh, the junkyard dog. And happy birthday to Herman Cain, who died because he listened to Trump. Really. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's, he, he died of Trumpism. Um, welcome to the show. we got a great show lineup for you. Of course, Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GED section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Tell what is trending. Like the kids. 
Show. Jazz man. What man? Can you please tell some of these people, tell these good people what is trending? Please. Well, the good news is uh, Claudine Gay uh, will keep her job uh, as president at Harvard. Now, you know, yeah. we, I talked about this a little while ago. She's first black president in 368 some odd years after it was founded. But she's been embattled in controversy based on her hearing at a congressional hearing on anti-Semitism, not only on the campus at Harvard, but just around the country in light of what's going on, obviously, uh, in Gaza. Gaza. Yes. Now, one of the questions she was asked was, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no. And she said, well, it depends on the the context i mean it can be and so she was asked again so the answer is yes that calling for the genocide of jews does violate harvard code of conduct and she was like again it depends on the context you know and then she went on to say that anti-semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying and harassment intimidation all of that is actionable conduct and they do uh they will take action against that so, of course, a lot of people felt like she wasn't hard enough. A lot of people felt like she didn't say the right thing. A lot of people Stop were it with infuriated. That. Stop it. People who have that, ties Are they to infuriated her. with Donald Trump and basically uh, threatening somebody? On, is, yeah. is this, stop it. That? First off, first that? off, the truth of the matter is I think people have the right to express themselves as long as it doesn't um, call violence or they don't start violence themselves. But yes. Because I'm against the slaughter of children and women that have nothing to do with this conflict except live there. And that doesn't make me anti-Semitic. It makes me human. And I think that there is they have co-opted any kind of resistance as, uh, you know, as a as a painting somebody uh, uh, anti-Semitic. And I think it's clearly nuanced. It's not, you know, oh, for sure. people have different Without opinions. Question. It's clearly a nuanced thing. What's interesting is I, I watched as they asked people on campuses uh, across the country, including USC, what they thought, the students, what they thought about this. And a lot of the students were like, you know, it's it's a very scary time. We feel uncomfortable uh, being able to express our opinions and feelings about just humanity, period. And, you know, their their beliefs. No, no, the only only one group feels uncomfortable. Only one. Well, I'm sa- no, but I mean, the students were saying they want to be able to have the right to say we don't like the fact that babies are being killed, period. Like they, they don't right. they feel as though a college campus ought to be a place where you should be able to express those types of opinions. But because of where did the Vietnam, of firings, where did people protest the Vietnam War? Vietnam War. What was that protested at? College campuses, right? College campuses. That's yeah. that's kind of that's kind of the wellspring it starts from. The bottom line is that even you know Joe Biden is saying, "Hey, look, the public opinion is clearly turning uh, is turning in a different direction. People are not are tired of seeing the wanton slaughter of children and not having an opinion about it. it you are clearly losing the war on public opinion, and yeah. and threatening people and bullying people and trying to coerce people to be quiet is not going to win." They don't have to speak. Pictures say a thousand words, and all all those pictures and, and images that are coming out of that that area is changing people's hearts and minds, and, and more than anything else. And so you can more than threaten or cajole or do whatever you want. That's not going to change a people's perception right now. Yep. I'm, I'm just, just glad to hear that Claudine is able to keep her job. So. Yeah, I'm just taken back that on the day where uh, Dick Van Dyke and Fletcher Cox are celebrating their birthday, Dr. <laughs> Gay is in the news. I'm just... Hell yeah. Just, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just so happy that a girl named Claudine is running Harvard. That's <laughs> so nice to yeah, me. Yeah, she is. Let me tell you something. She I love the movie and the, the president. <laughs> Somebody has anyway, to Anyway, speaking Claudine. of love... 
Drew Barrymore catching a lot of flack on social media because she was showing her love to Oprah Winfrey, who was on her show, um, you know, promoting the color purple. And Drew was a little handsy. You know, she was rubbing and caressing Oprah's arm. It looked a little, you know, weird, but it's Oprah. It's Lady O. How could you not? But social media thought it was disrespectful. They thought she was a little too handsy. Get your hands off Oprah. Why are you rubbing her arm like that? But Oprah came to her defense and said, look, I didn't mind it at all. Matter of fact, it, so, it made so me feel the, the, the case closed. Case I closed. Loved it. Case closed. She said, that's I it. even went home and told Stabman, you need to be rubbing me like this. Yeah. <laughs> but case that's closed. trending. Yeah. Well, one thing for sure is less of her to rub these days. That's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> Indeed. She looks amazing. She does. Coming up, we got a little note from the GD Sex. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, whether it is Islamophobia or anti-Semitism or hatred of gays or Asian hate or hatred of black people or hatred of Mexican Mexican and immigrants, the one thing that is constant in, in America is hate. Now, the names of the groups may change. Even the reasons may change. But the constant is that hate exists. Now, everybody will be who is considered other at some point those communities have invariably been targeted right now the latest iteration is uh, islamophobia or anti-semitism but just before that uh, four people were killed in jacksonville florida just because they were black we don't have to recount the number of times uh three or four years ago in uh, 2018 somebody walked into a synagogue and 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 murdered uh, twelve people. And last year at, at Topps Grocery Store, they murdered ten people. And these are all uh, a couple of years ago in El Paso, they murdered twenty people. So the people who are hated uh, may vary. The groups and the reasons who are targeted may vary, but the haters never do. The people who are doing the hating never do. There are always different iterations, and, and and generally, the only predicate that needs to be is that you need to be another. You could be gay, you could be black, you could be uh, Latin, you could be uh, Asian, you could be uh, a Jewish, you could be a Muslim, you could be Arab. The two things that are constant in America seem to be hate and groups who are singled out who are other. And it's constant all the time. I guarantee you that if you say uh, commencement with a spike in Islamophobia or a spike in anti-Semitism, I guarantee you can check the other boxes, too, because they're experiencing exactly the same thing. So when people talk about this new iteration, the cycles change, the reasons change, the epithets changes. But the idea that hate permeates our environment and is and is allowed to. Like out of all the people we've called terrorists, the one dispensation that has never been given, that designation has never been given to white terrorists. It's never been given to neo-Nazis groups. It's never been given to KKK groups. They've never been called terrorists. Everybody's been called terrorists. Martin Luther King was called a terrorist. Nelson Mandela was on the terrorist list until 2018. But the one constant thing in this nation is that someone who is other than a specific group in this country will always be hated and victimized and targeted. Sometimes the target moves from me to you or you for her or him to him. But if you are an other in this country, you best believe at some point in this nation, somebody from your community or reflective of your community will be targeted. And the, the haters, uh, the hate, the people who are the victim of the hate, they may vacillate. They may be different. But the haters are never, they're always the same. It is always the same groups for whatever the reasons are. They're always easy to find. You know exactly who they are. And we never call them what they are, which is terrorist. Hate is, a, is as American as apple pie. And the people who 
who perpetrate the hate are, are the usual suspects. Everybody knows exactly who they are. The sad thing about this nation is every group who is an other will have their turn in the barrel. The groups in the barrel will be, be, be varied, but the people who are shooting in that barrel will always be the same. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Supreme Court has let stand a Washington state law prohibiting licensed healthcare professionals from practicing conversion therapy, a scientifically discredited practice intended to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. Critics say the practice, which attempts to convert people who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning into straight or cisgender. Uh, and they say it causes serious emotional harm and can have deadly results. Yeah, I bet. Uh, um, so and uh, at first it was religious right conversion therapy they used to do that they they think you yes. can pray the gay away correct but it's really weird because hard to probably pray gay away like you're on your knees and that already reminds you like it's yeah. weird so don't do that next story please <laughs> ruin prayer for me <laughs> oh my this god this reminds me of oh I'm so sorry now I, I gotta pray it's count. still all based religion based right though because conversion therapy sure, was sure. used in religion but it's it's the same thing now they're just calling it therapy right so they're doing yeah. it on the auspices yeah. of psychology yeah. mm-hmm. anyway this is interesting Chinese scientists are developing a shot that they say could treat autism mm-hmm. the injection yeah. has only been used on mice but their evidence suggests that it could feasibly be used to help humans with the spectrum disorder scientists injected mice with a gene editing tool that altered a particular m- mutation in the dna associated with autism symptoms and it resulted in a total reversal of their behavioral and social wow. problems wow a shot well, I guess we'll guess we're going to china pretty soon a shot could do I guess it that's what my that's my next summer plan. Me and Kyle will be taking a pilgrimage. <laughs> summer trip to China. Yeah. Can I have a shot of regular, please? Just to, you know. <laughs> Shaking, not <All> right. stirred. <laughs> Gripping virus. Thank you elegant. for that. Um, so a, a woman, uh, so there is, because, uh, you know, the, the holiday season, which notoriously is probably one of the tougher times of the year in general for a lot of people, right? It's, um, so a woman's threatened to beg up with her boyfriend if he sleeps at his ex-wife and kid's house on Christmas. He wants to be there, uh, you know, when they well, the kids open uh, the Christmas, uh, the gifts Christmas morning. Um, do you see a problem with a man sleeping at his ex in order to be there for his children? Uh, that's the question that we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. 
Also, it is up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show. And the website is the D.L. Hughley Show.com. Hmm. All right. So he uh, wants to sleep at his uh, ex's house, so ex-wife's house, and kids uh, live there. So he can be there uh, when the kids uh, wake up and over the Christmas uh, presents. Uh, do you see a problem with a man or a woman sleeping at their ex in order to be there for their kids? That's the question that we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. Your calls are coming up directly. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. So the question is interesting. It is the holiday season. Um, so a man, uh, his, his girlfriend has told him if he wants to sleep at his ex to be there, to, you know, he wants to be there when the kids open their presents. Obviously, they're very young, right? So um, probably Christmas is a big deal. Um, and she says if he, he, if he does that, then um, she's going to break up with him. Do you have a problem with a man or woman sleeping with their ex to be there for their children? That's the question that we're going to pose to you. Skip, uh, since no millennials are here, why don't you check social media and see what they say? Well, he's looking at the uh, paper right now. Spinning oh. the wheel as we speak. Yeah, Je- yeah. Yo, uh, you know when a dude's named Jethro from Oklahoma yeah. is going to yeah. be... A- Jethro's he, he doggy. doggy. <laughs> uh, Jethro said, no bueno. It's not happening. He said if he wants to be there when the kids wake up, get up early in the morning and be there. Mm. You know, um, here's the thing. Obviously, well, I'm, 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 I'm no Jasmine's itching to get at this one, but obviously I would think that if a man is given permission by his ex to sleep at the house for kids, for the kids, they probably have a pretty decent relationship. Because yeah. most of that, in a lot of relationships, that itself would violate the restraining order. <laughs> right? <laughs> But they must have a pretty decent relationship, and and I would think that if they if she would allow that or he would, would be willing to do that, they have a pretty decent relationship, and they're probably thinking about their children and what that would mean to them, right? Might not you be thinking about your your current person you're with. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I do think that it does mean that they have a pretty decent relationship. Well, I don't think the relationship yeah, is a question. So. I think it's the yeah, respect for so your either. current partner. I would think it's um, more about that. Like I said, be there for your kids. Like we all have jobs where we've had to work till two, three, four in the morning and had to be somewhere at six and we do it. So, hey, if that's yeah. what you got to do, that's what you got to do. You ain't no need to sleep there. Um, it would be a problem for me if I wanted to be there for my children. So, well, we're gonna, you know what? I'm going to open up the phone. We're going to see what Jasmine said because she's chomping at the bit. She's <laughs> stirring whatever drink that is she's having. Uh, she's holding. Um, the question we're asking a man, a uh, woman, is, uh, his girlfriend told him if you sleep over your ex's house, even, I don't care if you want to be there for the kids for their Christmas presents or not. Or I'm going to break up with you. Would you have a problem with that? That's the question that we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. Your calls are coming up directly. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment, indictment update. Indictment update. So a man is given an ultimatum. He wants to sleep over his ex-wife's house to be there for the kids when they open their Christmas presents. She said, if you do that, we're going to break up. Uh, do you have a problem with that? Jasmine Sanders, you are up. What do you think? Well, I will tell you this. I have been in this very situation myself at the holiday time where I was dating a guy who was married and he had an ex-wife and he and his ex-wife had a child who was probably around nine, I think she was. And during the holidays, he wanted to be able to spend the night over there in order to wake up and do the whole Christmas thing. Now, of course, I am not a very jealous person. So I was like, have at it. If you want to stay over there, I get it. You want to be with your daughter? Fine. Not a good idea. 
Okay, because in the end, he ended up cooking breakfast and, you know, it was like old times again. And next thing I know, they got a whole situation going on. And I find out through a friend of mine. So for me and my house, the answer is no. Not gonna happen. So he was sneaking. He's sneaking around on his girlfriend with his wife. And go see and go see your daughter. If it means that much to you, get up early, five a.m., four, whatever it takes, and go see her. Then you ain't got to wake up there. You ain't got to wake up there. So he was sneaking around on his girlfriend with his wife. What a horrible dude that is. Ain't that something? No, no, his ex-wife. Okay, his ex-wife. That's the only reason why I was his girlfriend because it was his ex-wife. Ex-wife of probably Uh like two or three years, as a matter of fact. That didn't seem to matter. Yeah. So, I mean, I was not, you know, I wasn't tripping. I was like, okay, well, stay there full time. I just. Right. Right. So you think because one of the things that happened, I saw like what was a Tia, Tia and Tamara that she broke up with her husband. And then I saw a picture of them together taking a holiday picture together. She had her hand on his arm. I think Sherry Shepard brought that showed the picture. I think the holidays are like a mask. You know what I mean? During the holidays, all the bad things that you broke up for, all that stuff kind of is muted a little bit with eggnog and songs and presents and, you know, the feeling and of family and all that, that kind eggnog. of stuff. Yeah. Don't forget that part. Yeah. yeah. Spice. Spending the night. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I think that disaster. it is. But I think that I, I do think that there is some concern about the children. Um, and I think that this if, if a man and a woman who have had obviously such a difficult time that they, they can't be together anymore, they're divorced, but they still want to do that. I think that there's something redeemable about that. I don't think you should just... Oh, of course. I think it's a wonderful it thing. All the more reason why for him to get up extra early in the morning <laughs> okay. and be there. Okay. So that, okay. well, right. <laughs> you know, right, same thing. I'm, just, I'm just asking a question. I'm just trying to get through this mm-hmm. break. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you think that would you have a problem with that? A man uh, is uh, is given an ultimatum by his girlfriend saying if you sleep at your ex-wife house for Christmas, whether you want to be there for the kids to open a present, you sleep over there. We're going to break up. Would you have a problem with that? 877-242-2426. Your calls are coming up directly. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. The question that we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, a woman, a man is given an ultimatum by his girlfriend saying that if you go spend the night over your ex's house to be there for the, the kids when they open their Christmas present, it is a wrap. Would you have a problem with it? What, what are some of the details that we're missing out on, Jeff? So some of the details are that this extends far beyond the holiday season. Apparently, whenever the ex-wife needs to go out of town, he stays at the house. He takes care of the kids, but he sleeps in the bed in which they used to share. Uh, they also go shopping together. Um, you know, they they split the time during Christmas. I think the kids stay with him. New Year's, the kids stay with with the what with the ex-wife. And there are four kids, as a matter of, as a matter of fact. But they all go shopping together. Um, you know, they 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 just spend a lot of time together. And, you know, this is the first time. And and I think they've been together for, for, I think, three years or something like that. The girlfriend? The youngest child is... I think so. I think they've been together for for at least three years, I think. And the youngest kid is three, by the way. Um, So I don't know. I I think this is the first time she says that, that he wanted to spend the night over there on Christmas Eve. Because normally he has the kids. And so, you know, spending the night over there, sleeping in the same bed. That's a I, lot I could see me. something. That's I, a whole I, lot going well, sleeping on right in the, now, sleeping in the same bed when they're together or like when he spends the night or when she's out of town. And well, whenever she's out of town. He sleeps in. That's cool. Sleeping in the bed. And, she's, she's and you know what? She, she the, the woman is very level headed. She said I, I she told him that as a father that she thought it was a kind gesture and she totally understood it for the kids. But as a man with a partner, she didn't think it was healthy for the relationship. And I agree with her 100 percent. Well, here's the thing. 
And three, this is the first Christmas more than likely that that child gets what's going on. The first Christmas, no, but three years the, old. Yeah, the three-year-old, the, but the, there the three are four, three okay. other kids. Okay, the three-year-old, this is the first time this kid mm-hmm. is going to get what's happening. I could see wanting to be there for every moment of that. And you can. I you can, can get up early in the morning well, well, you and you don't can scuttle know right on over early. there. I could see. No, what I'm saying, as a father, you can. You can go right on I, over there, 4 o'clock in well, the morning. Well, you don't know what time a three-year-old going to wake up for Christmas. Dunkin' Donuts, get you some some. See, donut you don't know what time they're going to wake up for Christmas. You wait. don't know what's going to happen. I tell you I what. I could see wanting to be there for the three-year-old. Get there at 5 o'clock in the morning right? you be there. So the See, mama and the daddy you. can work that out the way when you are together, you do. You work it out. What time are we going to put the kids to bed? That's that's what time we're going to start working on, you know, waiting on Santa. So y'all can work that out. Let y'all me, let me, I don't know sorry. if you know this, Jasmine, because Joey was 13 by the time you met him. But I'm saying <laughs> most of <laughs> but, but I didn't have to worry Joy about Joey was getting social security by the time you knew him. It's a whole different scenario there. I could, I could, I could I honestly see both sides. If I was on the receiving end of that, that would probably be a no go. All right, do you think that would you have a problem with that? A man uh, is uh, is given an ultimatum by his girlfriend saying if you sleep at your ex wife's house for Christmas, whether you want to be there for the kids to open a present, you sleep over there, we're gonna break up. Would you have a problem with that? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Your calls are coming up directly. It is the D.L. Hughley show. The question we're asking: A man is given an ultimatum by his girlfriend saying, "Look here, if you spend the night." Over your ex's house, uh, regardless of the fact you want to be there for for them opening their Christmas presents, you want to spend the night and be there when they open the Christmas. I'm going to break up with you. Would you have a problem with that? We're going through the phones. I say no. The reason why I say um, no is not okay because I believe I was in a relationship with a guy, and the same thing, um, the children's mother wanted him to be there for the kids when they open their gifts. If you do any, if you're already in a relationship and you're already moving on, you two should be mature enough that, like, if the kids, especially if they're like 14, and you know they're above age, they're not like small toddlers anymore. So, like, yeah, you should be able to have Christmas wherever she's at, because she's where she's at in her life, and you're at where you're at. But for you to leave your home with your partner and to go to no and stay the night over there, that's that's too much. If you got a true queen which I do, she don't play at all, and you ain't even going to step to her and talk about going to stay over your ex-house, whether she got your kids or that. You ain't going over there on Christmas, and you ain't going to step to her like that with that, because if you do, man, you might get a right hand, man. That's some stupid stuff right there. You might just get that right hand slap, and that's disrespect. So ain't nothing you can say, but walk, turn around and walk your butt on back in the living room and look at the game. That's it. Well, I think that they should, uh, they shouldn't care whether or not the uh, man or woman spends the night at the ex's home because cheaters are cheaters because they're cheaters. They're not cheaters because they're afforded specific opportunities. It doesn't matter what another person does. A cheater's a cheater, a liar is a liar, and a thief is a thief. And if that's what they want to do, then they will find time to do it whether you give them an opportunity or not. So either you trust the person or you don't. All right, Skip, my man Cheatham, you were hot and heavy. Uh, what, what, what happened? I would just say, look, when you go through a divorce, life changes. There's, there's, uh, there's adjustments you got to make when there's kids involved. It's not going to be the same. He can inconvenience himself by getting his ass up super early in the morning. If he got to be there at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, that's it. Because when I was reading the story, his girlfriend and his parents, they live in the same area. They're not far away. 
All right. Mm-hmm. So if you got to get up and get there before your kids, that's what you got to do. You know, you, it, and it's not about the relationship with his ex. That's cool. It's about his relationship. What if with they his live new, in other cities? Well, well, they don't. What if he lives <laughs> in this particular? What if, they, what if they live hours away from each other? Well, hey, well, they, you better stay at the Days Inn around the corner See, and be there, there five go. o'clock in the morning. All right. Yep. They'll because uh, it's not you. about the relationship with his ex. It's about a relationship with his current. You know, and respect for them. You know. I don't and think anybody in the room. I heard you, DL, at the tail end of the other conversation say <laughs> you would ha- you you don't have a problem with it at all unless the shoe was on the other foot. Meaning, if the yeah, woman right. were going to spend the night at her ex husband's yes. house exactly. and sleeping in the same bed, now yes. you got a problem. Yeah, because there's only one. There's no guest bedroom. I read and that story. And if you don't like it, then you take that out with the Lord because he made me, he made me this way. And that's <laughs> you take that out with him. <laughs> He's right. been asking okay. us. And there's a reason God loves us more. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. Um, no, he doesn't. I don't know where you yes, got he that does. from. Yes, he does. What God are um, you serving? <laughs> what, the, the God that gives us dibs on stuff like this. Um, we're going to get to your calls in a bit. Uh, we're, we're talking to God's favorites. Uh, only them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, we're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.O. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so a man is given an ultimatum by his girlfriend saying, if you spend the night over your ex-wife house, I don't care if you want to be there for the children, open their presents in the morning. Um, I'm going to break up with you. Would you have a problem with that? We are going to the phones. The better question is, is there a stepdad in the house? Because if so, I would find that very awkward. Honestly, I think he could get them on Christmas Day, but to spend the night, what about me? That's a no-go for me. I have a problem with it. I think that if, they, if the, they're trying to spend the night over each other's house, they're making it about them versus the kids. The, you know, they could uh, get up in the morning and go over. I, I had, um, when, I, when I got divorced, my daughter was two, and we wanted to keep that, you know, my being over there for her to open her gifts and everything. I just got up in the morning and went over before she got up. So if you're trying to spend the night over there or whatever, you're making it about the adults and not about the kids. Yes, I absolutely think it's a problem. I grew up in a family where my dad would come over very early in the morning before I woke up so that he could see me open my gifts, but that did not call for him to spend the night with my mother and they were divorced. I am now a married woman and that would be a problem for me. I do think that it would be a problem even if it wasn't because at the end of the day, that's his ex-wife. If you want to wake up and see your kids open up gifts, then maybe they should stay at their dad's house 
especially if he's remarried and open up their gifts. Um, I don't think that that would be a very good situation for him to stay there because if she's not over him or there's some unfinished business on her half, then that's going to be her time to do whatever she feels like she needs to do to salvage whatever they didn't salvage before. I do not agree with um, the exes for the night at the house or the kids. Um, basically, you're not there for the kids first anything if you're not staying at home. So why should you be just there on Christmas? I feel like they should spend Christmas two places, at mom's house and at dad's house, wherever that shall be. Because if mom and dad did not make it work for the kids, then everything needs to be done separately. All right, uh, Jeff uh, Brown, what do you think? I uh, go buy a lotto ticket. I totally agree with Jasmine. She's exactly right. Look here. Her and Skip. Get up. Uh, there's no time you can ring the doorbell that you can't ring the doorbell before your kids get up. Uh, if you're in there, because I know what I was doing. Uh, with, with my ex-wife, that whole stay over there, that's, come on, bro. You wind up yeah, howling but, at the moment. But you, you, you had a restraining order, so that would have been. <laughs> stop, stop. With my Santa would have dropped off a warrant. <laughs> Be over there, I, I thought that's... we agreed we wouldn't talk about my business on the air. <laughs> that, that's the case still open. Let's just <laughs> let's just say this. Let's just say this. That whole thousand feet thing. I don't care. Let's see. Let, <laughs> that whole thousand feet is probably in a bit of jeopardy. If you, you know, I'm just saying. Gifts well, the not. respect. There's a respect barometer you're supposed to have for who right. you're with now, and right. this is a direct. You you can look at it directly from here. How much you respect the woman you with. All, right. all good until uh, that spike eggnog kick in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, all good. <laughs> it, is, it, it, is, it is a good barometer of how much you respect a woman and that legal document from the judge that says thousand feet away. It's both of those. <laughs> all right, coming up, we got today's Millennial Minute. It is the D.O. Hugo Show. And now it's time for the Millennial Minute with one and only DJ Luce. Samia. So the anticipation of Grand Theft Auto 6, uh, you know, is finally getting filled. It is apparently supposed to drop in 2025. They uh, just released it. Well, actually, the trailer got leaked, but they released the trailer on Tuesday. And uh, the other day, I think it was Tuesday or yeah, it was Tuesday or Monday. Um, Charleston White was on a podcast. And he, why would we mention that dude? On can you show? just. Okay. <laughs> he believes that Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be very bad for the community, which is literally I'm not going to take a dude for, I'm not going to take advice from a dude that look like he brushes Which teeth. is what <laughs> everybody crazy. has said from since Columbine that video games and and music have oh, this influence on people, which isn't true. I I mean, I don't think I don't Grand Theft okay. Auto is a horrible. Don't get me wrong. Like it's very fun to play. Here's the thing that has So Grand Theft Auto is played by children all over the world. I was about to say, yeah. I, Why is it only here that they act out on their violent tendencies? But they don't. I mean, Grand Theft Auto, you're snatching people out the car, you're walking but I'm, out, but I'm asking you, okay. Cops, you Why doing is all this it crazy they they stuff. play it in China, they yeah. play it in India, they play it in Russia, they play it in Brazil. They play Why is it only here? So, so in other words, maybe there's something particularly uh, in, in wired in them. So, is, is, if Grand Theft Auto is why we violent, is Pac-Man why we fat? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think like, it's been the story from it's the test of time. It's literally every like video it is games the access that to weapons and the acceptance of violence in this country. Well, you know that is and I why know it that, happens. But I think people like to use video games and music it's, and things like it's that. It's a reductionist argument. It's a reductionist argument. As an excuse. Video games are popular all over the world, aren't they? Yep. Yep. They don't just sell them here, right? Yep. No one murders 
humans like we do, and all of us are looking for excuses to behave our behavior. We do more porno than anybody. We drink more alcohol than anybody. We do more drugs than anybody. We jail more than anybody. There is something inherently flawed with the makeup of this country where it believes that, and, and we always have a built-in excuse. And it's always these philosophers that wow. tell you why. <laughs> and this has been your millennial. <laughs> All right, we got today's millennial. Uh, excuse me, more of the DL Hughley show. It is uh, the DL Hughley show. Your uh, indictment uh, update. update. Uh, listen, if you're in Philadelphia, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we have uh, three, uh, three, two Friday, two, three Saturday, and uh, two Sunday. So they just added a four o'clock. On a Saturday, on Saturday, and a four o'clock on a Sunday. So, so come uh, check me out if you're taking notion. It's cold there. It's getting cold back east. So, it is indeed. I mean, it's, but I guess uh, it would. I mean, it's December. And uh, either come to see me, or I'll make the Cowboys come back and finish what they started. All right, that's that's not a threat. <laughs> it's getting cold here I love, too, DL. I, I love to put that my right. Top up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Jasmine, you're going to be talking to Tanya Lee Lewis. That is Spike's wife, right? Yes. That is correct. Okay. And you know what's interesting? Spike, I think, was, um, is, if, if we're giving credit out, it's probably one of the most um, decorated directors. He should be among the pantheon of great directors of our time, right? Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah, was Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, 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 I mean, I'm not, you know, body of work, talent, all that kind of stuff. And I'm start, I'm glad he's starting to get some of the his, his flowers that he deserved. It is just that he wears crazy glass, glasses and cheers the Knicks <laughs> on. That makes it horrible. <laughs> yeah. I love Spike Lee. I'm, I'm like, the, the house I got is because he directed Kings. I, I love it. I love Spike Lee and all he's done. He's contributed a lot. But if he don't stop wearing them goofy ass glasses and cheering for the Knicks like they great, it's ridiculous. Hey, man. I like his glasses. I think they 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 fit his personality. Yes, yes. Well, it, it, I, I hope that his wife never wears them because then she see them and then it'd be a different thing. <laughs> I hope that that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> then it go from she's got to have this. No, she really don't. I mean, so <laughs> I would. It would. No, he's a good dude. I, I love Spike. Um, so coming up this hour, we got Jasmine. She's gonna be talking all that jazz with author producer Tanya Lee Lewis. Excuse me, Tom, Tanya Lewis Lou. And you know what I say about black women with three names? What do I say? When black women have three names. They're very accomplished. When yeah. white dudes have three names, they're a serial killer. Just yeah. look at that. Mm-hmm. That's if, fair. if if it got Lee or, J, or Jimmy, uh, any yeah. anything, anytime a white dude has three names, James Earl Ray. You 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 you're gonna see his uh you know a Chiron under his name tumble arrested for mass murder. I'm just John Wayne Gacy. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got the Hughley Hustle mix that's gonna be happening. Plus we're gonna be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week award. It is the Dale Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the mccrispy only at mcdonald's Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Talking all that jazz. Please welcome to the show, Tanya Lewis-Lee. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Jasmine. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What about yourself? Good. I'm doing good, too. Thank you. Hanging God. in there with the, these crazy times we're in right now? Girl, I mean, crazy, crazy. <laughs> so listen, uh, first of all, I, I, you know, in reading your story, I, I'm just in awe of you. Everything from the writing and, you know, I read something very interesting that reminded me of myself about how, you know, as a writer and, and tapping into the creative side of yourself in, in that vein, uh, you kind of kept it to yourself for a little while. Why was that? Were you just nervous or you just wanted to make sure it was good or what was it? Yeah, well, I think it was a combination. I think it was about really trying to work on my craft, you know, take it seriously, you know, wanting to be be relatively good at, at the writing process, really learn a little bit about what, what good writing really is. And then, yeah, it's really scary. Um, you know, I'm like Erica Badu. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive, <laughs> and I'm about, sensitive my, about my ish. <laughs> you know? Well, listen, uh, uh, so. congratulations to you because I know you, you, you've sold over a million copies copies of uh, one of your books, uh, Please Baby Please, and I know the 20th anniversary is coming up, but you've got a slew of other books that you've also written. Well, yes, I, I wrote Please Baby Please, then Please Puppy Please, and then another children's book called Giant Steps to Change the World, and then way back in 2005, I co-authored uh, an adult novel called Gotham Diaries, so um, yeah, mm. I've been busy writing, I've written a couple scripts, and Thinking about what I want to write next. I don't know okay. yet, though. Thinking about Girl, it. You are my shiro. I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. If I could just, if I could just <laughs> sit down and stop looking at a blank piece of paper or a blank screen, it takes forever. I'm like, I don't know it's if so I'm built hard. for this. You know, I'm super excited about aftershock. Now, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, we've been we've we've been hearing about, you know, obviously, you know, what's happening with with the mortality crisis for black women in this country. But but let's talk first about the numbers. Now, I know black women are twice and in some cases, I'm sure three times more likely to suffer something terrible when it comes to childbirth. But give us some more statistics about that just to kind of uh, so everyone can kind of really get the grasp of where we are in this country. Yeah, well, as you say, black women die three, four, and in some places in New York, eight times the rate of white women from childbirth complications. The U.S. has the highest uh, maternal mortality rate in the industrialized nation. I think that is really the number that we need to pay attention to. The United States of America has the highest maternal mortality rate of all industrialized nations it you is, know what you know what makes me mad about that everybody's so focused on trying to go to mars right they're, they're spending millions and right? trillions of dollars doing things to go other places when we have issues like this that we we can't figure out what's going on well i kind of know what's going on right we know right. what the real well, deal is and I, and by the way, like it wouldn't take all the money that they are sending for us to go to Mars mm-hmm. to fix the problem of black maternal mortality in this country. It, right. it just takes people really focusing and thinking about the issue, making sure that women have women-centered care when it comes to maternal health, making sure they have access to things like midwives. All the other nations that have better birthing outcomes than we do have midwives integrated into women's health care, which, which makes for better outcomes. 
Absolutely. You know? uh, I am, on a side note, super excited to check out your uh, uh, vitamin company that you have. I think it's important that uh, women are are not only educating ourselves, but we're also taking care of our body. So to hear that you're also an advocate for, you know, keeping a well body and, and well mind, all of that is amazing. I'm just, I, I was just so excited to talk to you. I was like, I have so many things to talk about. And I know I don't have a lot of time. She doesn't have a lot of time. But just to be able to connect in this way, Tanya, I am so excited. Aftershock is going to be uh, on Hulu. We want everyone to check it out. Follow her. Uh, give us your social media information. Yeah, my my IG is my name, Tanya Selbzano, T-O-N-Y-A, Lewis Lee. So check thank me you out so there. Much. I will definitely and check you out you and guys. follow you as well. What a wonderful conversation. And thank you so much for all that you're doing, especially for black women in this country. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much, Tanya. Thank you, Jasmine. I appreciate you too. Best of luck. Thank you. Same to you. Take care. It is time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now... It's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Lauren Hill is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, and record producer. She is regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time. And defecating on your microphone. As well as one of the most influential musicians of her generation. That's in the Bible. So... Why is Lauren Hill this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? I wonder. She may be one of the greatest rappers of all time, but Loopy Lauren gets the shoe booty because she is killing her fans softly with her ish. Killing me softly with this song. 25 years ago, she won five Grammys for the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Since then, the only record she has is three months house arrest for tax evasion. Boom, roasted. And after 25 years, ready or not, she won't come. Ready or not. Now fans are weary about purchasing future tickets to a Lauren Hill concert after the singer announced she was postponing the remaining dates of her 25th anniversary tour to celebrate her debut album. Are you serious? In a lengthy explanation shared on her Instagram page, Hill revealed that she'd been battling with severe vocal strain for a month. Which resulted in her being prescribed prednisone. (laughs) You serious? Hill noted that the pills can be detrimental to the body when taken in large amounts over large periods of time. Blah, blah, blah. All the fans heard was, I ain't showing up. The lie detective determined that was a lie. Over the years, she has proven to be horrible to her fans, with consistent canceling and rescheduling. It's a scam. When she does the thing she's doing to her fans is killing them softly. Strumming my pain. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week Award goes to... Lauren Hill. Now here's a swift kick in the ass. What you need to know with Sybil Wilkes is coming up in 10 minutes. It's the Dale Hughley Show. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only sponsor. Our sponsor, Sybil Wilkes. 
It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. House Republicans are expected to vote today to authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. During a House Rules Committee hearing Tuesday, Republicans argued that the president benefited from the foreign business dealings of his son, Hunter Biden. Actor Andre Brower has died following a brief illness. Most recently seen on the TV comedy Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Brower also won an Emmy for his dramatic work as Detective Frank Pemblton on the 1990s series Homicide, Life on the Street. David Simon, who wrote the book upon which the NBC show was based, paid tribute to Brower on social media, posting, I've worked with a lot of wonderful actors. I'll never work with one better. Andre Brower was 61. Longtime New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick is reportedly leaving that organization at the end of this season. Belichick led the Patriots to six Super Bowl wins over two decades. The team is currently 3-10. and I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, indictment update. Indictment update. Yep, yep. Keep up with the rest of the class, woman. We're Ooh. moving on. Ooh. Gotta keep up with us. Um, so if you are in <laughs> if you're in Philadelphia, I'm gonna be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at uh, Helium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two Friday, three Sunday, Saturday, and two Sunday. So come check me out five. Well, five of my sold out, but we added four o'clock on um, four o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday. So I'll get and I'll get to be at Gino G, Eugene Williams' hometown. It'll be fun. So it's gonna be great. Gino, little, Gino. Um, G, of course, Gino's from, you know, he's from Philly. He, he he claims Philly, but he lives in Miami. He ain't moving back, so I don't know how much I trust him. Um, Skip, where's your favorite cheesesteak place? Oh, man, I like, uh, I like, you know, everybody talks about Pat's in Philly. I yeah, like uh, Joe's on so. South Street. It's really good. Uh, and then there's a little place in uh, Pottstown where my dad lives called Little Italy's that's pretty good and uh, CJ's. Yeah, so it's, I got yeah. a couple of options. Just depends. You know. I, I like Ishka Bibbles. Yeah, Ishka Bibbles is good. Ishka yeah, Bibbles. Like Ishka yeah. Bibbles is great. Was, I like Joe's on I South Street. I'm going to use the yeah, one I, I get, but I like Ishka Bibbles. I found that the more the white people making the cheesesteak hate black people, the better the sandwiches. That's <laughs> <laughs> If they look like they say it is delicious, let me, <laughs> let me tell you that. It must be the sauce. I don't know what it is, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what, but the more they seem like they dislike black people, the better that sandwich is. I, you have to eat it running, but <laughs> but I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, coming up this hour, we got a soft when your mom and daddy were still together. We got my top five, a little note from the GED section, and we will cover today's top stories. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Before you pull up at the office Christmas party, Jasmine, give us five don'ts for your office Christmas party by A. By a Younger from Madame Noir. And number five, don't spend the evening complaining about work. Don't nobody want to hear that. Not at all. That's for sure. That's for sure. Number four of the top five don'ts for your holiday, uh, your office holiday party. Don't be extra on the clothing front. You know what I mean? Like sky high heels, little freakum dress, you know. Disco Somebody's trying to get a promotion. <laughs> Number three mm-hmm. of the top five don'ts for your office holiday party. Don't drink too much. No, don't Surely do that. you know that already. Don't do that. Hell don't no. Do that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Number two, the top five uh, don'ts for your office holiday party. Um, don't overstay your welcome. Hell no. Don't be there when the lights come on. Already hey, look, just already. stay enough to let them know you came. That's it period and of course the number one of the top five don'ts for your office holiday party don't get too handsy 
Hell mm-hmm. no, I don't do that. You've been drinking a little you bit. Your resources you right there. Good. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Yeah. Put your eyes where my hands can see. That's it. Put your hands. Put your hands. That's backwards, but okay. The way you no, said it, it right. we'll get you arrested. No. I'm just saying. No, I did it right. No, I did it right. You did. Yeah. I knew what I was saying. That will do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment update. Indictment update. In uh, case you're in Philadelphia this weekend, I'd love to see you. We got, we're got we at Helium. We have uh, two Friday. Uh, we have three uh, Saturday and two Sundays. They've just added 4 o'clock shows on Saturday and Sunday. So come check me out if you get an opportunity to. Uh, and take me to a great cheesesteak factory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A cheesesteak. Well, cheesesteak. <laughs> a cheesecake. I'm going to say, where is that at? Wait a minute. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what's wrong. Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? So I know we're less than two weeks away from Christmas, so I just wanted to give a friendly reminder about the Amazon storefront on my social media page to help foster kids this holiday oh, yeah. season. Sure. Uh, I've teamed up with Hope in a Suitcase, and we are doing our best to make sure that kids get all that they need and at least a little bit of what they want this holiday season. So you can find that Amazon storefront at uh, on my social media page, at I am Jasmine Sanders, and the link is right there in the bio. Click it. And please, please, please think about these kids who who don't have absolutely pretty much absolutely. anything for yes. the holiday season. So you know, and it's it's as little as five dollars, and obviously you know the sky's the limit on the upper end. But yes. you know you don't have to have a lot. But just think about those who are in, in need. So hope in a suitcase. That we make sure that that is Jasmine's uh, storefront. Hope in a suitcase. If you check the wrong box, it is uh, bring a hooker across state lines. You don't want that one. First of all, that's a totally different suitcase. Okay? I think that's called hoe in a suitcase, but I, whatever. But make sure God. that you check the right box. So we don't want Jack Jasmine going to jail for being a madam. So it is what? not that. It's not. <laughs> it is nowhere near that. Amazon ain't gonna ship that. them no way. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These. Why does this toy come with lube? Shut up. <laughs> check the wrong box. <laughs> Um, skip my man Cheetah. What'd you learn today, baby boy? You know what? I uh, got some sad news yesterday. Um, Craig Watkins. He uh, at one time he was the uh, district attorney for Dallas County. Uh, he oh, was I the first African American district attorney in Texas when he was elected in 2006. But mm-hmm. what he did, most people are like, "Ooh, a DA," but he actually started a task force which affected the whole nation. He was the first person to start using DNA to start um, just freeing people who are wrongfully convicted. And yeah. as you see. That spread across the country, and and uh, so he uh, passed away after illness uh, yesterday. He was only uh, what fifty five, I think, and uh, so. You know, everybody in Dallas know he was a really good dude. I had a chance to be friends with him at one, and uh, so rest in peace, bro. Did a lot of good work. That's a prayers with him, man. Um, On the next deal, Hughley Show, Kyle Hughley, aka Special K, is going to drop another joint on Showbuzz Records. Uh, Plus, the militant man Jamal Kings is going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. This here is the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tote, tote. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.